And this could be a consistent issue that they have. And so I would encourage you to check out those underlying issues. And like I said, so many kids are struggling. Family issues, uh, family situations that are not safe, really, that are not comfortable, that are abusive, neglectful, and these kids just can't cope. And they don't care because nobody else cares. But that's where we need to step in. So strategy number two would be building connections, building relationships with them. And like I've always said, relationships are key. Kids need another caring adult in their life. And for this strategy, this would be sharing like one of your own stories. Like what have you struggled with when you were in school? Now for me, math was not my favorite. And so I really struggled with math. But I loved reading. I loved writing. And so those were my positives. So when I have a student who struggles in writing, but they're great at math, you know, I want to encourage them and say, you know what, math was so hard for me. But look how easy it is for you. Or look how you really understand it so well. Helping to point out your struggles that you had, but you overcame them and to hopefully help motivate them and see that they can overcome their struggles as well. Strategy number three would be to celebrate their wins, their academic wins on a test on a writing prompt, on a science project, anything else in class, and also social wins. Just seeing how they have grown and interact with each other, how they encourage each other, how they look out for each other, how they help each other. They really are, majority of these kids are super sweet and they do look out for each other. And they do want to help each other. So being able just to take a minute and notice those, point them out, and remind them again how well they are doing. So strategy number four would be allowing students input on their assignments, helping them to show their creativity. Now I know this isn't always an option, But on some of your assignments, just giving them kind of a free reign, if possible, like depending on whatever writing assignment, if if it's a general topic and letting them really, hopefully they're comfortable enough to really open up and share their creative side and letting that flow and encouraging them to really write because some of these kids journaling is a great outlet in dealing with their feelings and frustrations. And so hopefully being able to share some of that on their writing assignments, um, whatever other projects you have, just helping them to realize that they are important and that they do have a voice. And like I said, I know this is not always appropriate for whatever your... um, for whatever you're teaching, but if it is, I would encourage you to 
give them input, let them have discussion. Really let them speak their voice, obviously in an appropriate manner, so that others can learn from each other. Because we obviously all have different opinions, different ways of looking at things. And we just want to encourage everybody to be their own person and accept each other. And so you are also teaching empathy and the social skills. So those are great ways to encourage, show creativity, give them a voice. And so behavior strategy, the fifth one, number five, would be those encouraging words. Encouraging words from you, encouraging words from other adults um, that interact with those students, and encouraging words from their classmates. I think of a fifth grade teacher that I worked with. She was amazing. And she would have the kids at the end of the day sit around and compliment each other. And they would, she would do it kind of as a game. She'd have a ball. And she would start it and point out to one student who maybe had been struggling, but she could tell he had a good day. And so she would say, hey, you know, I'm so glad you were able to turn it around today. You were positive. You helped your neighbor. And then she'd throw the ball to him. And then he would have to say something nice to the next classmate and then toss the ball to her. And so that's how she would end her day. And I thought that is such a great idea because for peers to hear it from other peers is really motivating and encouraging, I think, as well. And sometimes even more so than, you know, us adults always complimenting them. And, you know, I think about my kids when they were younger. Of course, you know, boys arguing, fighting, and so it was finally like, okay, we are going to sit down and we are not leaving until you guys can compliment each other, not just once, but three times. And so building that relationship and also building that gratitude, we want to build that in so that we can start to see the positive. Granted, we all know that life is not perfect. But to be able to point out the positives as we go through life will really be beneficial to these students. So again, five strategies to bring you hope to help motivate your apathetic students is number one, check those underlying issues. Are they really just hungry? Are they really just tired? Uh, is there a family situation happening that maybe they need to talk to somebody about? Do you think they're actually really having a mental health issue or struggling with their mental health? Who can you connect your student with? I mean, thank God for our school counselors, our school social workers, our school psychs. Like, we need them desperately to be able to speak into these students. Strategy number two, building relationships, relationship, relationships, 
sharing your own stories. What did you struggle with in school? How did you overcome it? Letting them see that we are human too, but we got through it and so can they. Um, strategy number three, celebrate those wins, those academic wins, those social skills, the way they interact with each other. Strategy number four, allowing students input on assignments when appropriate so that they can show their creative creativity and have their voice. Behavior strategy number five, encouraging words from you, from other adults, and also especially from their classmates. Well, I hope these did offer you hope and encouragement to continue working hard, fighting for your students, because you are life changers. So keep up the good work. And don't forget to connect with me on Facebook, DM me, email. I would love to hear from you. You guys are amazing. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free these will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out and i leave you with this Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.